Hi, neighbors. That witch next door here. And I am so excited to let you know that today's episode of That Witch Podcast is brought to you by the Eclectic Universe membership. The Eclectic Universe is a monthly community membership that's hosted by the amazing Kaylee Nauman of eclecticdesigns.co. You may remember Kaylee from a previous episode here on the Witch Podcast, but Kaylee has opened up her amazing arms and created this community membership so that we can grow and support and thrive with each other as business owners and entrepreneurs. We do so much alone already. We already run every department of our business, essentially, that sometimes we forget we still have community too. It's each other. In this monthly membership, we have three calls every single month, one for setting our goals and uh, talking about and setting our intentions for the month ahead. We also have a second call for content brainstorming and creation. And this is a really, really helpful call, especially if you are feeling creatively blocked or you're trying to try something new with your marketing strategy. And then we also have a final call every month to discuss our monthly topic. The membership also comes with educational modules, pop-up trainings from Kaylee that range in all kinds of valuable topics like branding and website development, as well as bonus podcast episodes from her podcast, The Eclectic Universe, and so much more. This membership is only $22.22 every month. And right now, our magical members and neighbors in our witchy neighborhood. Kaylee has so graciously offered all of us 15% off of our first month in the Eclectic Universe membership with the code TW15. Learn more details and join us in the description below. I'm Danny, That Witch Next Door, and you're listening to That Witch Podcast. Welcome to another episode, the official 50th episode here on That Witch Podcast. I'm Danny. I'm That Witch Next Door. I'm your host, your guide, your mentor, and instructor in all things magic, witchcraft, astrology, and witchy business. And actually, we've technically had way more than we hit 50 episodes on the actual show forever ago, but that's including like a couple bonus episodes I did and um, the Monday Musings mini cast. But as far as official episodes for that witch podcast, this is the big 050. And I am really excited for today's episode. This is something that a couple of people asked me about, and I was so glad that they did because I really, really love talking about this kind of really, really simple and really, really effective magic, which is using your witchcraft, using your intention in your craft and incorporating that into your daily hygiene routine and getting ready and your self-care routine. Um, I think sometimes when we see self-care, we automatically think like 
this chunk of time that we set aside to do self-care. And sometimes that is what self-care is. When I, in this particular episode, when I talk about self-care, I mean the act of literally taking care of yourself on a daily basis and whatever that means for you. Do you shower every day? Do you take baths instead of shower? Do you not shower? And what do you do on the days that you don't? Do you use dry shampoo? Do you not? Do you not use shampoo at all? Do you use conditioner? Do you use a hair mask? Do you use a face mask? Do you wear makeup? Do you not wear makeup? Do you like to wear clothes with a bunch of flair and style? Do you prioritize comfort? These are all the themes that I want to talk about and really offer what I do, my experience, my insights and advice for how you can incorporate your unique magic and intention into these these daily rituals that we, they literally are daily rituals. Um, Even if you just get up and throw on your sweats and throw your hair back or whatever, you did something, right? You got, you did something when you got out of bed. And so how can we inject some mindfulness into this? How can we get our intention in there? Because so, so many of us would benefit, pretty much all of us, would benefit from really healthy confidence and empowerment boosts, right? And this is an excellent way to to invoke those intentions because you do these things every single day. So if there's something that you do every day, this is why um, we talked about on the Kitchen Magic episode, for example, any kind of routine or ritual that you already do every single day is an opportunity to make something sacred. So today, in honor of this glorious Leo moon that we are under as we approach our big, beautiful Virgo full moon this week, um, today on Tuesday, coming at you March 15th, um, the moon in Leo is actually conjunct my natal Leo rising. So I am really excited to tell you how I kind of have over the years and how I have developed my self-care routine. So when I very first started practicing witchcraft um, really, really intentionally, I overlooked this for a really long time. Um, it took me a while before I really, and even then I started practicing glamour magic and really only specifically using like the fashion, like, and the makeup and like the flash and using that only for a while. And it took me a little while. This is what I love about the transition from Leo into, uh, into Virgo on the Zodiac wheel, because both of these signs really prioritize self-care and looking good and feeling good. Um, where we shift a little bit is that Virgo will prioritize, you know, the, the health, right? This holistic approach. Whereas Leo will prioritize this, I, I'm showing, like there's this, I'm showing myself off, I'm stand, stepping out into the spotlight. And Virgo is more about this holistic approach. And that, because holistic, that means we're very much including looking good, right? A lot of Virgo risings. People are always so s- silly to assume that Virgo is not... um concerned with aesthetics. Virgo is the earth maiden. Are you kidding me? And Virgo is a 
is the original ruler of the sixth house and this house of self-service and really caring for and nurturing ourselves in this holistic way. So trust me, Virgo very much still prioritizes this looking good, but it might have a little, I think that we learn a little bit of balance between these two, that we don't have to commit every single day. So I want this to give a little bit of freedom to all of you, no matter where you fall on the spectrum of how you get ready in the morning, whether you're that person that spends two, two and a half hours getting ready, or that person that spends 10 minutes getting ready you're valid and that's your ritual and that's your routine. And I want you to also know that you don't have to commit. You don't have to do one of those. Some days can be a little longer than others. Some days can be a little bit shorter and quicker. So just know that whenever we're talking about routines in general, I don't want you to do that shadowy Virgo thing and get bogged down by like thinking you have to be stuck in some kind of permanency or, or perfection, right? This is, this is all about finding your natural flow and really listening to it and honoring it every single day. So first and foremost, I would say like, one of the most important foundational things in this work is that you treat your space where you care for yourself as sacred, okay? So a lot of us treat our altar so beautifully and so sacred. We cleanse it, we dust it, we decorate it. And then you go into that same person's bathroom and it's like, ah, (laughs) where they get ready every day. Now, I am not saying, we talked about this on the cleansing episode, there's nothing wrong with your um your peace that you find in your chaos. You know what I mean? If you're a little bit messier of a person, that's totally fine. There's a difference though between treating a space as sacred and treating a space as uh, very mindlessly, okay? So there's a difference. You don't have to be perfect and clean and tidy, but I do want you to enter into that space. And again, this might be your bathroom. This might be your vanity, your dresser, a mirror in your room, wherever, wherever. And it might be a couple of places. Um, When I get ready for the most part, just in my bathroom, I even like bring my clothes in there to get ready. I like to like be in one spot. That's probably my Leo rising. I'm fixed. I probably just like to like stand there. Um, But when I was younger, that wasn't how I operated as much actually. And I would get ready kind of half in the bathroom and half in my room. And so wherever that is for you, I want you to try and practice entering that space very mindfully. Okay. And not, not shitting all over it. You know what I mean? With your crappy energy, basically, and trying at least having some effort to enter into that space with some awareness. That doesn't mean I have to enter into this space with perfect positivity all the time. No. Mindfulness and awareness means not letting your emotional and mental state just totally run rampant on you, right? It means having that awareness. So I really try and catch myself more so than I would maybe otherwise while I'm getting ready when I'm having like erratic or repetitive negative self-dialogue or thought patterns. 
Sometimes it's about myself. Sometimes it's about somebody else. Maybe it's about that bitch that was rude to you on the phone the other day. Maybe it's about that fucking coworker's email to you. Maybe it's about that person that no called no show to you. Like it, it might be, right? You might be justified in your feelings, but I try and catch myself when I notice that I'm getting ready. I'm doing an act of self-service, right? I'm physically taking care of my body in that moment. I want to use that time to really direct my energy toward myself. And so if I'm letting myself just like my mind just wander and go nuts thinking shitty thoughts about myself or another person or other people, you are going to put all that, you're just going to like soak all of that energy even more so into yourself while you're getting ready because you're infusing it into your products. You're infusing it into the water that you use. You're putting it on your face, putting it on your hands. You're putting it on your clothes. Okay. And so we try and approach this more mindfully with intention. Some really powerful things start to happen again, because this is something you do every single day. So these little actions, these very small shifts in mindfulness will add up freaking greatly for you. So number one is treating your space as sacred. Try to cleanse the energy regularly there. Yes, try to keep it, again, whatever tidy means for you. However, the the state of the place that you get ready, like objects, whether they're put away or not, it should overall not distract you. That's the best way to describe it. So whatever tidy means for you, as little distraction as possible so that you can be in this mindfulness state, okay? Um, now, next foundational block. This is so important. I want you, please listen, okay? This is for the, the age-old debate that is still a very hot debate in our modern times, even though supposedly all these women are supposed to be lifting each other up. I sure see a whole lot of fucking judgment still going on on both ends of the spectrum. But the great debate of natural versus synthetic, makeup versus no makeup, not doing your hair right, or versus like using heat tools and stuff, prioritizing comfort versus prioritizing style. Okay, we're gonna address this. Are you listening? You need to prioritize what feels, feels good for you that day. Sometimes if you're like me and you have ADHD, that changes throughout the day. (laughs) And you might change your clothes a couple of times, or you might take your makeup off earlier than you thought that you were going to, or you might throw your hair up when you thought you were going to wear it down. Okay. So you can also have that flexibility for yourself within the day, but also just on a day-to-day basis, I want you to prioritize you. What feels good that day? And guess what, everybody? What feels good to you might feel like fucking torture for somebody else. Like, seriously, I want you to accept that and release your judgment of it because when you are, are you ready? When you're judging somebody else's appearance, please listen on this, Leo Moon. When you are judging somebody else's appearance, you are projecting your own shit, period. Fucking period. It's, there is no other reason for it, right? Other people, how they present themselves, their appearance 
literally does not affect you in any way, shape, or form. And so when you judge someone's appearance, whether it's because they're wearing makeup or because they're not wearing makeup, because they look put together or because they don't look put together, because they look slutty or because they look prude, right? All of those judgments that you have, that's your own shit, babe. And that's fine. We all got it. We all get those intrusive judgmental thoughts and that's fine. But guess what? That's Leo shadow work coming for you. That's okay. But don't run for it, from it and don't put it onto somebody else. Do your best to really release yourself from those intrusive judgments, okay? And focus in on you. What feels good for you? Does it feel good to, to super dress up and wear the fucking outfit that day? Or does today feel good to let yourself have the fucking yoga pants day, okay? Please grant yourself that permission. And let's all please take a big, giant, progressive step forward and stop fucking judging each other on how we look and what style we're wearing. And if you middle part or you don't, or you wear skinny jeans, you don't. And I'm not coming after you, Gen Z. I appreciate you for so many things but that is still very judgmental things. And on the flip side, millennials to the Gen Zers, stop fucking judging them for dressing the way that we dressed when we were younger in the 90s. Oh my God, it's adorable. Who wouldn't want to dress that way? Stop it, stop it. If you if if you are really triggered by how somebody dresses, you really need to examine your own self-confidence, self-esteem, self-image issues. This is Leo shadow work and it's shadow work with your ascendant, wherever, wherever your ascendant is. It might be in Leo like mine. But I, I really hope that we can all let go of this because once we do, one, and this is why it's so important to just fucking prioritize feeling good. If you don't, I promise you that you are not going to achieve the mindfulness state necessary for this type of, of magic and ritual work, okay? Otherwise, the whole time you're going to be prioritizing something else in your head. If you're not prioritizing feeling good and you're getting ready for X, Y, or Z or what, what like, you're going to put all of that energy into you, okay? and into your intention for the day instead of this empowerment and self-confidence boost that we really, really can achieve from this. And you can also, you can also, um, use any intention. Okay. So if you have a more specific intention for the day, you can incorporate that here as well. I'm just using a common example of, of like confidence and self-strength, but this could also be, I want to have more patience today. Um, I intend to be focused today. I intend to be more communicative today, right? So you can have your specific intention. I'm just use for, for short reference. I'm just using this really common intention of self-empowerment. So this brings us to the fun part. Once you stop arguing with yourself and other people or whatever about what you're going to wear and stuff, because guess what? It's up to you. It doesn't affect anybody. If you have, obviously there's a lot of 
you know, specific exceptions. If you have a uniform and all of these different things, I, I totally feel for you. And I want you to know that there are ways to still um, empower yourself with choice. So you can do that, whether it's in your makeup or your hair routine, but also in your skincare routine, in your bathing routine, and choosing your underwear. This is super overlooked. And I remind people this all the time. So if you are somebody that has to wear certain dress code or a certain uniform, um, your, you get to pick your underwear every single day, whatever you wear. And that can be literally like your actual underwear, but it, it's, anything you wear under your clothes. So it could be under shirt, under legging, right? Anything. So um, you can still get that individuality and that sense of self, right? And that sense of choice uh, in your clothing, even if you are, are somebody that also has to wear like a uniform or abide by a dress code of some of some kind. Now, once we have let go of, of our aesthetic judgments and choices, right? We're just, we're just, we're getting ready and pampering and preparing ourselves in the way that feels good for us. Now we can get into the fun part, which is how you can like infuse your intention and your magic into your different tools and products. So number one, if you are a wearer of makeup, make sure that you are physically cleaning your makeup brushes and tools regularly, myself included. We all get bad about it. Please do it more often. You need it more often than you think. We should probably, I probably need it more often than I'm doing as well. Um, but this is the act of actually cleaning any of your tools, whether it's makeup tools or skincare tools. This could be if you are somebody that shaves your face or any part of your body um, on a like weekly or daily basis. Um, those are your tools as well. You can also make sure that you are physically cleaning. So like if you use a razor, whether it's a like an electric buzzer or you use an actual like razor, Take time to clean it. Take time to get those little hairs out. Take time, right? Give it a home in your bathroom or in your shower, wherever it is, where it dries and it stays clean and tidy and things like that. Okay. So any of your tools, if it's a, if it's a loofah or a sponge or a bar of soap or your shower gel or your shampoo, this could be your serums, your moisturizers, your cleansers, all of these things, your tools and your products. Make sure that you um, give them an, like a home, okay? That's how we make this place really sacred. We give each place like, or each tool or item its own intentional place. That really helps. Uh, some people will arrange their bathroom or their makeup tools based on the four directions. So north, south, east, and west are all associated with different magical intentions. You can look that up in Llewellyn's book of correspondences and in a trillion places on the internet. Just look up magical correspondences of the directions or look up spiritual directions, north, south, east, and west, okay? Um, you can look up the spiritual meaning of left and right, all these different things so that you can intentionally choose how you arrange things or where you put them in the bathroom if you want to if you want to go that route okay you can also incorporate sigils so you can draw certain sigils or symbols these could be symbols that already exist or they could be totally intuitive symbols or sigils that you create um from within right um and you can 
physically draw this with a like maybe a permanent marker on the bottom or the top or the side, whatever, of certain tools. You can use uh, chalk pens are a really good one. So chalk pens are those pens that are used on like menu boards and stuff. And they look really, really vibrant, but they wash off super easy with water. So this is a great way to use something that's going to show up really vibrantly, but will still wash away if you want to like change up the sigil or the symbol or whatever it is. And this means we can also incorporate affirmations. So you can write a letter to yourself, write a statement, write a prayer, write an affirmation. And you can, there's quite a few things. Number one, you could physically write this on the tool or the product. You could write it on a piece of paper, fold it a certain way, leave it open, whatever feels good and set products or tools on top of it, kind of infuse it that way. And are you ready for this one? This is my favorite because it's so easy. You can speak your magic. You can speak your affirmations to all of your tools. If you don't talk to your tools, you're missing out. I t- I started by talking to my tarot deck and no wonder that was for so, so long, easily the tool that I had that I felt the most connected and bonded with. And it's because I gave it that sacred connection of opening a dialogue with it. Okay. And so I will also speak affirmations, statements, prayers, manifestations, right, into my products. You could like open the lotion bottle and speak into it. Um, You could just hold it in your hand and say all of this in your head and infuse and really visualize all of that energy infusing the product or the tool. Okay, there's lots and lots of ways. And then finally, you can also incorporate deities and entities into this as well. So obviously, some of the most common are the love goddesses. So any goddess associated with love of any kind is usually a wonderful deity or energy to work with in this realm, especially for self-love. When we're in general, really trying to maintain this mindful and compassionate um, headspace while we're, we're doing these daily rituals, any kind of love deity in general, God or a goddess or entity is going to be wonderful, wonderful energy to work with. It could be just the concept of love. That could be the deity you're working with. I call upon the energy of love and I honor and invoke the energy of love into all that I do, right? And you say these things, you can say them out loud, you can say them in your head, or you can say them in the mirror. So most of us are using a mirror, right? Mirrors are extremely, extremely powerful tools. They are these portals that we can use, okay? It's important that if we use mirrors on a regular basis, you need to treat it as sacred and cleanse it, okay? And especially if you use a mirror for actual mirror work and spells and magic, including this, um, you definitely want to make sure you're energetically cleansing and protecting that that sacred object, okay? Um, I do tons of mirror work and most of my self-care magic and ritual and routine like this is done via mirror work. I, I really am able to snap out of or, or stop certain thought patterns or cycles 
by facing myself in the mirror. Call it the Leo rising. (laughs) But this is very effective for everyone because of how powerful mirrors are, okay? So facing yourself in the mirror, write that big metaphor, do it literally. It works quite well, all right? This is a wonderful way to ground and to bring yourself into the present moment out of a thought pattern, right? Like I said, or out of a out of a, a toxic self-narrative cycle or dialogue. And use the mirror to, to really practice mindfulness, especially if you're somebody that needs help really evolving your own self-dialogue. Practice talking to yourself every day. If you already use a mirror to get ready, Take a moment to literally look into your own eyes once a day. It's actually really, 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 really powerful. Most of us don't do that. We're usually rarely actually making eye contact with ourselves. So I want you to, I hope that this really inspires you, honestly. I want you to take all of this as as a big dose of mindfulness and intention into these types of daily rituals and routines like this, because this is some of the most healing work that we can do with our inner child, with our inner self. We heal a lot of our inner teenage wounds this way because our teenager self and our very, very young adult or adolescent self is usually who goes through the appearance trauma the most. And so if you were somebody that you were told how to dress or you were judged for how you dressed or how you wanted to look or your style or whatever that was, this is a wonderful, wonderful opportunity to really rekindle some some self-compassion with yourself and really hone in on your unique authenticity and letting it naturally shine. I I hope that this is fun and inspiring for all of you. As always, don't forget if you have any thoughts or questions that come up, please send them over to me at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjure that witch. I am here for you if you need anything Happy, happy Tuesday. Tomorrow is the group tutoring call. I cannot wait to see you all there. If you want to join us, you can jump down to the show notes below and click RSVP so that you get that Zoom link. And if you can't make it live, I will be recording this so that you can still experience this call with all of us, this community connection. I just, I cannot wait. Thank you. Thank you so much. Until the full moon, I'll see you soon. Stay safe, have fun, and stay magical out there. Hey, magical human. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of That Witch Podcast. If you want to support the show, the best way to do that is to share with a friend or give a shout out on your social media. You can also leave a five-star rating and review on both Apple and Spotify. And if you can't get enough of all of our witchy, magical content here in the neighborhood, you definitely want to make sure you're subscribed to my email newsletter, That Witch Gazette. It's a really fun, really convenient, one-stop shop to stay up to date on all of the news and happenings here in our neighborhood. If you have any questions, suggestions, ideas for the show, or if you'd like to sponsor an episode, you can send me a message at thatwitchnextdoor.com slash conjurethatwitch. Thank you so much. I'll see you all next time.